Welcome to Bible Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. T today, we will, the topic, or the, the message is, what is wickedness? What is wickedness? And we'll be reading in the New Testament and reading from the NIV. And in Romans chapter 1, verses 18 through 32, and then Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 16. And before we get started, I, uh, like I said, every so often I like to tell you what the Bible is. That way you can take that or like rewind it and copy it down or whatever, memorize it. And then when somebody asks you what the Bible is or why do you believe in the Bible, then you can give them this, especially if you're going to, to a, a secular college or where there's, you know, the majority of non-believers or those that believe in God, Christ. And you'll have uh, professors that will challenge you all the time, you know, because they'll believe in evolution and not in God. So you have something to rebuff them and something that will give them something to think about. Okay. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses. Forty authors, 66 volumes of books, span of 1,500 years in three continents, Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. Alrighty, now, let's begin. And that is Romans chapter 1, starting at verse 18. And the title on here is God's Wrath Against Sinful Humanity. The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all the godlessness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Verse 19. Since what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. Verse 20, for since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities is eternal power and divine, and divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse, which is true. Because um, let's face it, you know, it, once you're born in this world, you're actually, you know, in a, a wicked state now, I mean, you do have some grace there, you know, being a child, you don't know any better. But once you know right from wrong, then you're responsible, you know. And I remember, you know, I, I heard a little bit about the Bible and God, but I didn't have great examples around me and stuff. And I started going down that wrong road and I was wicked, man, you know. But I came out of it, not me, but because, because, um, because God knows who's coming and who's not. So he foreknew and so he helped me to hear the gospel because I wasn't looking for the gospel. I didn't even know where to look. I didn't know what I needed at the time. And when I heard the gospel, you know, about my sins and that I needed to repent, you know, being born in a, a wicked world, a fallen world, you know, and that, uh, that I was responsible for my sins and I broken uh, God's moral laws of the Ten Commandments and had no excuse. Then I repented and transferred the trust for myself to Christ alone. You know, and that was in 1980, so, hmm. Amen. I was, yeah. 
So let's continue. Verse 21. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him, but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Verse 22. Although they had claimed to be wise, they became fools. Man, ain't that a, isn't that the truth? All, all these people, especially in these universities and stuff, and they think they're all that, you know, and they're disputing all this to know God and all this stuff and that it's all about man and stuff and there you know uh, I heard this one person say one time they say you know what if the traffic lights turn green all at the same time you know what a mess that would be or if there's just one on just one inch of a smatter the air didn't uh, uh, had uh, had changed we'd all be dead because it has to be just right for us to breathe and man doesn't do this god does this but every time that the god gives a little bit of knowledge to man then he takes not not always but the majority of the time he takes and he messes it up you know you know it's like the technology we have now it could be used for good or bad and that's how it's always been because we live in a fallen world that went all the way back to adam and eve when they disobeyed god when he said don't eat don't eat of this tree, do you know? And he's and uh, he said that because he, you know, he wanted him to say, uh, he wanted him to choose, you know, not to do that kind of thing. But they went against him, and so be it. Did he know that they were going to do it? Yep, he sure did. Because he knows us, you know. But at the same time, he also knew that he was going to send his son Jesus Christ to be our one-time sacrifice. And to rectify our our disobedience, you know. Let's continue. Uh, Therefore, God gave them over in the sinful desires of their heart to sexual impurity, for the degrad degrading of their bodies with one another. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, and worshipped and served created things. Rather than creator who is forever praised. He's talking about homosexuality, you know, lesbian and all that stuff. And now the latest thing, the latest sins they come up with now, and they called it transgender, where, where you have men trying to be women and women trying to be men and all that, which is not happening. You can change all you want to the outside, but your DNA is either going to be male or female. You cannot change God's DNA they put in there. That's just how it is. You can try, you can do whatever, but it's. All it is is continued disobedience, you know, and uh, and look what it says here, First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine. Or do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived. Neither the sexual immoral, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor men who practice homosexuality. So it is right there. It is right there let's continue reading um starting verse 26 because of this god gave them over to shameful lust even their their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones in in verse 27 in the same way the men also abandoned natural relations with women and were inflamed with lust for one another men committed shameful acts with one another or Excuse me, men committed shameful acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty of their error. Verse 28, furthermore, just as they did not think it 
worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God. So God gave them over to a depraved mind. And in the King James, this is the NIV, the New International Version, in the King James, it says a reprobate mind, which is the same thing as depraved mind, so that they do what, what ought not to be done. Verse 21, they have become filled with every kind of wickedness, e evil greed and depravity. They are full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and malice. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, arrogant, and boastful. They invent ways of doing evil. They disobey their parents. Verse 31, they have no understanding, no fidelity, no love, no mercy. Verse 32, although they know God's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death, they, do, they not only continue to do these very things, but also approve of those who practice them. Wow, 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 well, let's continue. And we're going to chapter 2 now of Romans chapter 2, starting at verse 1, and we'll be reading from 1 to 16. And the title on this is God's Righteous Judgment. You therefore have no excuse, you who pass judgment on someone else, for, for at whatever point you judge another, you are condemn, condemning yourself because you who pass judgment do the same things. Verse 2. Now we know that God's judgment against those who do such things is based on truth. So when you, a mere human being, pass judgment on them and yet do the same things, do you think you will escape God's judgment? Verse 4, or do you show contempt for the riches of his kindness, forbearance and patience, not realizing that God's kindness is intended to lead you to repentance? Wow, man. Wow, wow, wow. Let me think about that. Yeah, look around you today. All these people pushing for equality and worldly love, not godly love. Homosexual, transgender, bisexual, lesbian. Something they call non-binary, etc. All the crazy stuff they come up with. His, his uh, sin and wickedness. To God, holy and mighty, he is, his standards are high, and ours is low, and vile, we are depraved. When you surrender to God of the Bible, that's when eternity with God and true love and righteousness can be had. You know? Remember, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33 says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all churches of the saints and that's the king james version there that's first corinthians 14 verse 33 see right now we have confusion because sin you know when you when you're uh, rebelling against god and the godly society has been set up especially in america our the united states of america was was founded on the christian judeo principles the holy bible you can't get away with it you can't get away from it and that's just how it is. Let's continue reading. Uh, let me see. Verse 5. But because of your stubbornness and your unrepentant heart, you are storing up wrath against yourself. Verse 
for the day of God's wrath when his righteous judgment will be revealed. Verse 6, God will repay each person according to what they have done. Verse 7, to those who by persistence in doing good seek glory, honor, and immorality, he will give eternal life. Verse 8, but for those who are self-seeking and who reject the truth and follow evil, there will be wrath and anger. Verse 9, there will be trouble and distress for every human being who does evil, first for the Jew, then for the Gentile. Verse 10, but glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good, for the first for the Jew, then for the Gentile, verse 11, for God does not show favoritism, verse 12, all who sin apart from the law, the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. It's not about uh, God's moral law, the Ten Commandments, you know, and let me just kind of run down there real quick. The Ten Commandments, uh, the first commandment, you shall not, uh, you shall have no other gods before me, Second commandment, you shall not make any idols. Third commandment, you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. Fourth commandment, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Verse 5, honor your father and your mother. Verse 6, you shall not murder. Verse 7, you shall not commit adultery. Verse 8, you shall not steal. Verse 9, you shall not bear false witness, which is lying. Uh, and uh, number 10, you shall not covet. That means wanting what somebody else has. And if you go back to the sixth commandment, you shall not murder. That also goes because uh, Christ says, well, if if we hate somebody, then we've already murdered that person in our hearts. And the, uh, the same thing for the seventh commandment. You shall not commit adultery. If you look at another person with lust, then you've already committed adultery in your heart. So you see, God's standards are holy and ours are not. And that's why we need Christ. You're not going to heaven. You, the only way you're going to heaven is God's way. You're not going to go your own way. We're not going our way. Mm. Look what it says here. Romans chapter 6 verse 23. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Isn't that something? Okay, let's go on. Let me see. Um, let me go back to 12 again. All who sin apart from the law will also perish apart from the law, and all who sin under the law will be judged by the law. Verse 13, for it is not those who hear the law who are righteous in God's sight, but it is those who obey the law who will be declared righteous. And how do we obey the law through Christ? We can't keep it, but once you surrender your life to Christ and ask for his mercy and forgiveness, then through him and his holiness, uh, he's like our proxy. So he's, he's standing in the way. But he's like he's the bridge to God. 14. Indeed, when Gentiles who do not have the law do by nature things required by the law, they are a law for themselves, even though they do not have the law. Verse 15. They show that the requirements of the law are written on their hearts. So in other words, Ten Commandments have been written on your hearts because that's the way God, uh, God had intended it. So once we reached, came from the Old Covenant, which is the Old Testament, to the New Covenant, the New Testament, right? So, so it's been written on our hearts where from the time we've been, you know, we just know, we know right from wrong. So there's no excuse, and the world knows that because God's written it on our hearts. But you have those that just, just don't, just keep going the opposite direction. 
Okay, let me find my place again. I'll just go to 15. They show the requirements of the law are written on their heart, their conscience also being witness, and their thoughts sometimes accusing them and at other times even defending them. This will take place on the day when God judges people, secrets, judge people's secrets through Jesus Christ as my gospel declares. And that's the end of that. Praise God. I'm going to give you another scripture here. Revelations chapter 21 verse 8 says, and this is the ESV, the, the English Standard Version. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexual immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. So in other words, they're talking about hell. You know, that's those, the damned to go. That's those who rejected Christ while they were living, rejected him and died without Christ. And now, then you'll pay for eternity whichever way you chose. You reject God, fine, then he rejects you. You accept God, he accepts you. But you got to go his way through repentance, realizing that we've broken God's moral law, therefore we're guilty and on our way to hell, needing a Savior. So we come with a sort of a contrite heart, repent of our sins, and transfer the trust from ourselves to Christ alone. And that's how it works. It's really not hard. It's, it's very simple, but... If you notice when somebody doesn't want to do do anything, they say it's complicated. So they always say, oh, God's complicated. No, it's not. They said the Bible's complicated. No, it's not. We just don't want to hear what God say because we don't like it. I'm going to give some salvation scripture. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe with thy heart that God is risen from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart man believeth on the righteousness and with the mouth confession is made of salvation. Romans chapter 10, Verse 13, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Um, Romans chapter 10, verse 17, so then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So, I hope you've been convicted today. But either way, you need to think, critically think. Talk to God, man. He's right there, you know. And I would... I need to realize that we've all broken God's moral laws of the Ten Commandments. Have you ever lied? Have you ever stolen anything or borrowed something and never returned it? That's stealing. It don't matter if it's a pen, if it's a if it's a paper clip. If you took it, whatever, you're guilty. It's just God's standards are that high. We could never meet it. That's why Christ came and went on the Roman cross because the punishment had to be so severe. So God took the worst that the earth had to give which was the Roman cross was very torturous and he went on that to pay the price that we should have been that we should have went on because he was holy and perfect so he took he took uh, he took our transgressions as they are our sins upon him that now we can come by faith believing but you still gotta go God's way man and that's realizing you're ruining God's moral law be softer, just like if you disobey your parents and they're scolding you, you know, you know you've done wrong. You got to, you know, get to, you know, go through that. It's the same thing. Realize you've done wrong. Therefore, you humble yourself before God and ask for his forgiveness and mercy. And put your trust in Christ alone as if you were in a plane that's about to crash and you got a parachute. You'd hold on to that parachute for dear life because it's going to save you from the jump to come. Christ save you from the judgment to come. All right. So do it. Do it today. Get it done. Let me give you some resources. 
All right, it's on YouTube, and you can go to Apple Podcasts for Apologia, Apologia Studios with Pastor Jeff Durbin. You can go to ApologiaStudios.com, and they have a free um, Dr. Greg Bonson. He died, but he was a professor, and, um, and he was a seminary professor, so the family donated all of his recordings, all their recordings and stuff of his teaching, you know, in those settings and wherever, to them so they can give it for free. So you can get a free seminary education. Just go on their site and put in uh, Dr. Greg Bonson or, or, or Bonson U, you know. Great. And it's free. But you can join it if you want. It's like, it's like nine something, $10 a month, something like that. Okay, Dr. Vody Bakum also on YouTube and Apology Studios on YouTube. Living Waters with Greg Comfort, livingwaters.com, and all this you can find on YouTube. R.C. Sproul and the Legionnaire Ministries. Answers in Genesis with Ken Ham, answersingenesis.org. And YouTube, Well Builders with David Barton, wellbuilders.com. And uh, now, Well Builders, they give you uh, the U.S. Christian history and, and some around the world, but mostly around here. At Dr. Walter Martin, drwaltermartin.org. You can watch on YouTube. It's short, but it's very good. 23 Minutes in Hell with Bill Wise. It, it has an impact. And then you go to our website, which is all lowercase, bible-education-institute.webnode.com. And if you would like to email us to uh, correspond, it's all lowercase, bible-education-institute at gmail.com. If you need a Bible, we'll send you one free. And then, But you can also go... You can also go on to get like free or like used stuff. You go on uh, Abe Books, and they sell Bibles too, used Bibles, whatever. Uh, thrift Books, or you can go to Amazon to have new and used. Um, and then some of the other booksellers. And then we also have, uh, you can go to our YouTube. Uh, our, uh, we have YouTube and Rumble. And then we're also on the audio podcast. So, the, uh, so we're on YouTube and Rumble, and that's Bible Education Institute. And then the platforms we're on, audio platforms, are Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G Powder, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast. Addict and others. So there you go. So I want you to think about it today and start reading your Bible daily without failing and do what it says. Most importantly, get right with God by repenting. We already went through that. So God bless you until next time.